Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. More live fantasy sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com, the audible Cecil Lammy, Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports, and the fantasy football guys Lyle Conkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel, only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. With your host, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. Good evening. Welcome to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio. Wherever you may be, thanks for making us part of your night. Tonight, Mike. Big night in fantasy football. Big night in high stakes fantasy football. The FFPC will release their main event draft slots tonight 
on Red vs. Blue. Don't go anywhere. If you're having a hard time logging into the chat room, we had this same issue last week. We're going to try to get it resolved again. Adobe Flash Player causing issues with Blog Talk Radio tonight, but we will persevere. We always do, don't we? We are revealing draft slots regardless tonight. And I have heard I wait, from man. our... Draft slots <laughs> 1 through 14 or 12. I have heard from our good friends at FFPC that the draft slots will be revealed to callers tonight. Sweet. Start calling in at 1130-347-324. Five four zero four. We'll give you your slot tonight. I can't wait to hear him, Scott. We're just stoked about it tonight. Uh, I'm Scott Atkins, Team Legacy in the world of high stakes fantasy football, and this week is all about the FFPC draft slots. We do have camp news, but uh, I tell you what, we're smack dab live in the middle of this great country of ours, Indianapolis, Indiana home of your Super Bowl champion Colts, and this year, the Dungy-less Colts. Uh, Red versus Blue, if you haven't listened before, Fantasy Sports Radio is all about two average guys, one a diehard Louisville fan, the other, regrettably, his arch enemy, uh, Kentucky fan. <laughs> their favorite hobby, their favorite pastime, fantasy football has turned into an obsession of the likes we've never seen before, bordering on a downright unhealthy addiction in need of therapy. So it's tonight healthy. and always, I'm joined by my big blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky. It's an honor to present over the waves of the online world a great friend of mine, Mr. Michael Trent. Mike, we're back, baby. This is show 43. Yes, sir, Scott. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. We keep on uh, riding this uh, riding this train, train keeper rolling all night long. I mean, I... You know, every once in a while before the before the show starts, I keep I, I play that tune in my head. Train keep it rolling all night long. But uh, show number forty three and the draft slots, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see who goes where because uh, you know the last couple times I've been participating, but this time I can kind of see where everybody goes and uh, have fun with it. Well, and again, uh, the Red vs. Blue crew was there. We had a live chat room buzzing right before the show, just like last week. Uh, the show, the chat room was buzzing, and uh, they were starting to fill in, and all of a sudden, chat room crashed once again. Uh, we're still trying to resolve those issues, and, you know, I see it trying to connect right now, but it doesn't look uh, like it's coming through. Regardless, uh, you call our show, 347-324-5404. I'm going to jump on over to the FFPC message board, and let's go I'm ahead and get a little now. bit of let's go ahead and get a little bit of uh, live chat going on in this thread. I'm going to go ahead and pop over there, and it looks like Lance is here, and we're going to post a little bit here. Get a uh, get a post up and rolling. Which one uh, do you want, you, Scott? Yeah, well, we're on the thread, uh, the very first thread on Fantasy Football or FFPC message board. It's myffpc.com. They've got a message board there. Under the general discussion, we've got early draft positions. And uh, 
we, we've got that rolling, so we're going to close this uh, chat down. Try to get it started back up, but uh, keep trying in. The phone number, 347-324-5404. The plan is this, Mike. Uh, we're going to announce these positions. Uh, FFPC announced that they would announce their positions and deliver those on Saturday, August the 8th, 2009. Well, Saturday, August 8th starts one second after our show is over, so we got the idea just to give them a call Good. and say, hey, let's announce the positions on our show. We don't want the FFPC crew to have to wait one second. The red versus let's blue crew will be here. Let's do it now. Let's let's get the positions out. We've waited long enough. We're ready to start mocking and get our draft slots out. If you know you're in the early three, you get to start with MJD and Forte and Adrian Peterson. I, I've even and, seen Steven Jackson go number two, Mike. And every single owner, they're chomping at the bit. I mean, they're ready. I, they don't want to wait till uh, they don't want they don't want to wait till Saturday morning. They want it now. They want to get it going, and uh, so uh, it's going to happen. I mean, you know. We'll get through these uh, technical difficulties, but uh, other than that, uh, it's going to happen, Scott, and it looks like a a great crew that's going to be on board, so I can't wait. Well, the chat is up. Uh, we've got uh, we've got someone back in the chat room now, uh, sports betting man, Taz, shot caller, gunny, duck boy. Uh, some, uh, some guests are popping in right now, Mike, so hopefully – we, uh, we've done what we need to do. Again, about 10 minutes before the show, the chat just exploded on us. Uh, it said to uninstall the Flash player and reinstall a new update. Uh, you obviously have to close out all your Internet Explorer windows that they're all ready to go for the show. It was just, it's just a nightmare, man. It's 10 minutes to go. I want to sit, sit back and have a drink, man. If I, if I was like you and I had my drinks in me, <laughs> I would, you know, well, there's no way we could have pulled this off, so I'm glad I had all my faculties about me. Uh, well, it's one of the things that happens, and uh, you just got to go with it. Can you imagine back in the 1970s when you you, you had no Internet, you had nothing to deal with, and uh, you just had to roll with it? And those are the things you got to do. You got to roll with it. Well, the Red versus Blue crew is showing up now, and it's filling up uh, the chat room. We got Lou from BFD popping in. We got uh, Sandman's time. We got Les popping in. We got RC Techies, Mr. Jingles. I'm telling you, Fantasy Assassins, Gridiron Irishman, Cocktails and Dreams is with us. Our FFPC champ. Everybody's going to want to pop in tonight and get their draft slot. Alex has assured me that uh, he's going to have those draft slots ready to go. He said they are drawn. Uh, he will be here tonight. We've got a we've got a caller uh, using text to talk uh, that was there just a minute ago. We're going to open up those phone lines uh, at 11:30. We're going to have the lines all available uh, so that we can have our callers call in. And, and the goal is this, gang: if you call in at 11:30, give us a call. Give the Red versus Blue a take on some kind of fantasy subject, something small, no matter how minor. We're going to get you your draft slot personalized, one on one on the air. So you call me up, Les. You call me up. Lou, uh, Lance, Chad, you guys call me up and say, what's my draft slot? We're going to get it to you personalized before the big group airs on, uh, at midnight here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we, we've got a lot to cover. There's been tons of news this week, Mike. Um, we did have the Red versus Blue uh, represented in the Pros versus Joes Challenge last night, Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we drew the uh, the 11 spot in this draft. 
And I think we did pretty good. It's a, a draft master's format, so you don't have to worry about uh, putting in your lineup. And that there's a, wow. lot of, uh, there's a lot of decisions there that can be different. In, in a draft master style, for any of you guys that are drafting in the draft masters, a, a little bit different strategy. I, I tend to value the running backs a little bit more in the draft master style. Would love to hear what uh, the guys in the chat room think well, about that. You know, I, I do too, but uh, I don't mind uh, hanging on to them quarterbacks, believe it or not. Because it seems like the quarterbacks uh, they they seem to fail you, and then you have to uh, you have to have somebody to back up on, right? And uh, and and draft master spot. I mean, you get what you get, so you better do your homework and get it good and get it right. Well, and I agree with you 100 percent, Mike. Uh, the, the quarterbacks I usually don't buy a, a top rated quarterback in this format because if you put two or three quarterbacks together, they can usually outdo you. Uh, or outdo a, a number one rated quarterback uh, week to week because, again, you don't have to start them. The best player plays. So I, I did that same strategy, Mike. I didn't grab my quarterback until round nine, and I'll tell you, I really thought I had a, a chance at Carson Palmer. Hicksville gave me fits all night long. He drafted from the 10 spot. He stole Carson Palmer from me one spot away. I'll tell you about a couple <laughs> oh, other times wow. he did that to me. He, yeah, he stole Vincent Jackson from me in the fifth round. I thought I was going to have a chance at Vincent Jackson. At uh, 5'11", he went 5'10". He stole Carson Palmer from me in the ninth round. He went 9'10". And you know what? He was was right there with me the whole night. Um, I took Matt Castle, Trent Edwards, and Eli Manning as my three quarterbacks. Castle, Edwards, and Eli in the ninth, tenth, and twelfth rounds should be a serviceable quarterback trio. My running backs, Mike, from the 11th spot, you're landing D'Angelo Williams and Michael Turner. That's just sick. Yeah. You're at the back of the draft, and you're getting running backs that, I don't care what you say, those guys can be in the top five running backs up and up there with the Chris Johnsons and the Steve Slaytons and the Matt Fortes. D'Angelo Williams and Michael Turner at 11 and, what, what 14. That's just wow. a heck of a, of, of a duo to come back. And then listen to this, Mike. We got Roddy White and Terrell Owens later at uh, 311 and 4-2. And I haven't seen Roddy White fall to 311. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but, I, you know, that's what I needed. I needed a wide receiver, and, and they went ahead and let him fall to me. Now, I, uh, so, so we did pretty good there. I, I saw some interesting strategies here, though. Ultimate FF strategy, one of the pros from the one slot, Mike. Listen to the start of his draft. You ready? Yep. Mar- Maurice Jones-Drew, Clinton Portis, Ronnie Brown, Larry Johnson, Thomas Jones. First five rounds, five running backs. What's got running back or uh, wide receiver? <laughs> Well, that's the question you want to know, okay? In a draft master format, you can start – well, in the FFPC format, you can start four running backs. He's going to start four every week. Uh, with oh. those yeah, <laughs> he can start four every week. And then he just needs to find two wide receivers every week to show up. I'd love to get Lou to call in and talk about this strategy. What does he think about this? Uh, 347-324-5404. Uh, the, yeah, the wide he receiver, can get Devon Bass or something like that uh, from Miami. Just uh, he, he can go wide down, receiver guys. two all day long with his running backs and be happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every you can get these up and down guys. These guys that you never know when they're going to have a big game, but you know they're going to have several of them. The guys that are hard to start, but like Ted Ginn, uh, Steve Breston, these guys can really come in. Well, here's what he did. He took Tory Holt, Hines Ward. Dominic Hickson, Steve Breston, Mark Bradley, uh, Chauncey Stuckey, Mike Clayton, Amani Toomer, Antoine Randall. Still a little thin, but 
you only have to start two every week. Right. So right. I wonder if he pulled this thing off. So he and, and you know what? The only backs he drafted were the first five picks. He didn't touch running backs at all the rest of the draft. He just loaded up on everything else. Uh, interesting strategy. Uh, I, I tell you, I, I, I came away from this draft thinking there were several good uh, drafts here. Uh, the other pros, here's Roto Picks. Roto Picks ended up with Forte, Moreno, Chester Taylor at running back. At wide receiver, mm-hmm. Welker, Evans, and Mason. Tom Brady and Cooley. Now, when you look at Brady and Cooley, okay, top notch. Okay, you need two running back starters, Forte and Moreno. You need two wide receivers, Welker and Evans. And then you need two flex. His flex positions is are, are chosen from a group of Mason, Chester Taylor, Norwood and Steve Smith. He needs two of those every single week. That's going to be tough. Yep. That's going to be tough. Yep. Uh, and that's kind of how I like to break down these drafts, just to take a look at the team and uh, and find out what their two flex position is. They're asking me to recap the running backs in the in the in the chat room, so I'll do that real quick for Ultimate FF Strategy. He took MJD Portis, Ronnie Brown. Good first three picks. I can't argue with those picks. Then he goes with Larry Johnson, okay? You know, it's personal opinion here at this point, and Thomas Jones, okay? Uh, Larry Johnson, Thomas Jones, fourth and fifth round running backs, uh, so he can start four running backs every week. So there's the, there's the recap for Lou in the chat room. Uh, let's look at another pro before we get to the Joes. Again, the pros versus Joes draft is where six pros are taking on six Joes. It's a, a huge competition. You can find out more about it at the FFPC but 36 pros are going up against 36 Joes in six different drafts, three this week, three next week, and we're going we're gonna to crown some uh, grand champions. Uh, the guys over at Football Diehards, Mark, uh, uh, Mikey, here, here we go. Here's their yep. team. Uh, with, they've got Kurt Warner and Tony Gonzalez at quarterback and tight end. Can't argue with that. Nope. Running backs, Chris Johnson and Felix Jones. Wide receivers, Greg Jennings and Brandon Marshall. Okay, we're looking good. Here's the flex spots. Chris Wells, Varian, Shenko, and Bradshaw. Needs two of those to, to start. Ooh, boy, I'll tell you what, that uh, that seems kind of weak there on the uh, on the back end. But yeah. uh, Shenko, I, I do love Shenko. Uh, Wells, you know, it's just, who knows? He, I mean, that's like rolling dice. He could be lucky, and uh, he could crap out, or he could, you know, hit seven eleven. I mean, that could be good. Yeah, uh, it's 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 tough. You know, I, I like to see these um, these these different draft strategies. Um, you know, this team here didn't take their quarterback till the seventh. Took their tight end early in the fourth. Um, but I, I tell you, I just think it's tough when two of your top seven picks are quarterback and tight end. Now, I see a lot of teams doing it. Uh, it's just not a strategy that I'm really fond of. No, I either go no. grab a quarterback early or I grab a tight end early, but rarely do I ever grab both early uh, right. when there's so right. many studs you available. Know, you know, it's funny, Scott, because uh, we've been through that uh, in uh, Chicago with the uh, NFFC. Uh, we've gone through it and through it. Do we grab a quarterback? Do we grab a quarterback? Do we grab a tight end? Do we grab a tight end? No. I mean, either commit to a quarterback and a tight end, in the first two or three rounds, or you don't, and that, right. that's it. But very rarely, like you said, do you uh, grab both in in the first uh, four or five rounds. I mean, that's that's a rarity. 
Mikey, I've got I've got a sound here I want to play, and it doesn't have anything to do with you. Okay, so just 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 know this. Uh. Okay, that that sound is for my boy Baker Boy showing up finally in the chat room. Baker Boy showing up on Red versus Blue. The guy <laughs> we've been having this show for 43 weeks. I haven't seen him in the chat room one time. The night we have draft slots ready to go, here here he is. Uh, showing up in, in, in our in our draft room, Baker Boy is with Red versus Blue. It's a big, big day. Okay, let's get back to this draft. Uh, Chef Paul's with us too. He's joined us. Uh, Terp, Terp's with us. Uh, the Red versus Blue crew is uh, growing tonight. Look, Shoden's in the chat room. Steve Carter's showing up tonight. He's been uh, he's been on. Yeah, we missed Steve. We haven't seen him in a while. I know it. And you know, I was looking through our uh, through our rosters and the. Uh, NFFB, I mean, it was it was pretty good what we got going. Uh, the 99ers, Steve and Steve Carter, uh, it's going to be tough. Oh yeah, yep that was a that was a good uh, that was a good draft you guys were in. He he ended up with D'Angelo and Jonathan Stewart as well the night, yeah. uh, and that kind of gave me the idea this week when I took D. Will, I ended up backing him up with Jonathan Stewart in the sixth. Again, it's draft masters, so. Uh, you know, it gives you um, it gives you that flexibility. If one of them is going to hit, you know, you you get you get both. So, okay, let's let's take a look at a couple other ones. Junkyard Jake, here we go, Mike. Uh, Drew Brees and Dustin Keller, okay. Um, right. Running back Steve Slayton, Lendale White, wide receiver starters Dwayne Bow and Anthony Gonzalez, and then his two flex are from a group of Santonio Holmes, Lashawn McCoy. Lawrence Maroney and Percy Harvin; those are the top four. So, wow, that's a better that's a better squad than uh, I think what we've wow. just reviewed here the last couple of picks. Uh, so yes, yeah, is. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a mark here by by Junkyard Jakes. I think that's a little bit better than what we've uh, just experienced the last couple of reviews here because I, I I just like those options. I mean, if you even look a little bit deeper, Chris Chambers, Kevin Curtis, guys that can contribute, um, Devin Thomas, late. Here's another player I like in the draft. Uh, late uh, Jared Cook. If you if you've been listening to the news about Jared Cook, yeah. For all you dynasty players out there, Cook, he's a, a tight end that was drafted by the Titans, and I tell you what, there's a good chance that he could be a dynamic part of this offense. I know they have Bo Scaife, but be on the lookout for a late late bloomer or, or a late sleeper here in Bo uh, or in. Um, and Jared Cook, he's just very athletic, and they and they really like what they're seeing from him. I'll tell you what, Scott, you've been uh, very high on Jared Cook uh, from the word go, from the combine uh, to the draft, and uh, in uh, you know this summer, you've been very high on him, and uh, I've kind of followed uh, on your coattail on uh, Jared Cook because this guy, you know, let's face it, uh, Tennessee, they're going to use whatever player is available that's looking good. And Boscape, yeah, he he's going to be looking good, but Jared Cook, he's going to slide right in there, and uh, you know Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher, the head coach of Tennessee Titans, he's not afraid to use anybody and everybody. Okay, callers three four seven three two four five four zero four, go ahead and get dialed into the switchboard. I got a couple of lines open, a couple of lines filled up. Um, I, I, it's 11:23. You're gonna have about seven minutes. Those phone lines are gonna get jammed on our phone bank tonight uh, to get your draft slot a little bit early. Uh, there's been a lot of news again, Mike. Uh, this 
what in the world is going on with Michael Crabtree? Uh, the oh. agent is telling us. I don't know if this is his advisor, uh, but they're saying overblown. he's going to sit out and re-enter the draft. This is ridiculous. I can't believe a top ten, a top ten draft pick would even consider well, doing something like that. I know, Scott, but we've seen it. We've seen it over and over again. But I saw a, uh, I saw an interview with uh, Mike Singletary, and Singletary gave them same eyes. Then same as when he was linebacker at uh, Chicago. It's pretty much like we're going to go about our plan. If if Michael Crabtree walks through here, fine. If he doesn't, fine. We're going to go through our plan. It's I think it's an overblown thing. I think Michael Crabtree will be a part of that team. He'll be a part of the San Francisco 49ers by August 15th with no problem. No questions asked. It's just a big deal made by the media. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I just don't know who these guys, who this kid's listening to. Uh, he's got a good agent, Eugene Parker. He's represented plenty of guys. I, I hear it's his cousin or, or cousin advisor, some, some, something like that, maybe uncle. I can't remember what it was. But, you know, who's, who's That's what happens to? when you tweet. That's what happens <laughs> when you tweet. Don't tweet. Don't ever tweet, fellas. Don't ever tweet. <laughs> Mike, I'm telling you, listen, man. I wonder if he's just worried about the quarterback situation there. He's looking at the quarterbacks and saying, "Man, I don't." But this guy, what? What has he? He hasn't done anything in the league yet. No. So I think he needs to get his tail in camp. Don't worry about the rest. Let the agent do their job. Get the contract signed and just get in there. You know, Plus, this guy's he's asking for top five. He's asking for top five money because he thinks he's better than Darius right. He probably is. But that doesn't. Besides well, the point, you're, you were you were drafted tenth. And another thing, Scott, is you're a rookie. When you come in that camp, when you finally do arrive, these players are going to look at you like you're a rookie, dude, and they're going to pull all kinds of pranks. And they're, I mean, he wish he was there right now because the pranks that he's going to get, the jokes he's going to get put on him, is going to be immeasurable because. When you're a rookie in the NFL, I mean, it, it's a tough league, so you better be prepared and don't act like you got a chip on your shoulder. You better get there and get ready to roll. Hey, I have word that Lou Tranquilly has uh, joined us this evening. I'd love to hear from Lou. Lou, are you with us? Yes, sir. I am here. Lou, Lou. Lou Tranquilly from BFBFantasy.com is the first one dialed in. He wants his draft slot tonight. What do you think about this Michael Crabtree mess? I, you don't think much of it, do you? No, I don't. I, you know, I, I, as you know, Scott, I've worked with players in the past and dealt with agents, and it's you know, it's just a game. I mean, you know, they've got to play the game as they want, uh, as they want to do it. This is the only. How's this? Don't get angry with Michael Crabtree, and I do uh, admit I always defend the players in this. He's got people that are handling him. Uh, that's just the way it goes with all the picks. They really have almost no say in the matter. But it, this is his one chance to uh, control his situation for the next five years. So, sure. you know, they, they really want to make sure they squeeze every dollar out of him because, you know, the 49ers down the road, he could be doing great, outplay his rookie contract, and they can always look at him and say, no, we're not we're not giving you any more money. So, you know, uh, they've got to go through it, uh, which is unfortunate because, 
you've seen it time and again, the rookies are, are just so far behind when they miss, miss the actual training camp. Hell, Peyton Manning was behind last year because he missed training camp. So I think Michael Crabtree is, from a fantasy perspective, I think he's, he's, uh, he, his value is, is almost nil at this point. Well, you know what, Lou? I think that uh, maybe Michael Crabtree is unhappy about his situation, unhappy about the draft situation, that the fact that he is going to San Francisco on a perennial, let's face it, loser. I mean, in the last five years, six years, and he may be uh, saying, no, I don't want to do this. You know, uh, I, I, Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the bottom line with these guys, and, and I'll, I'll say it's a sweeping analogy, and, you know, there are some players in history who've managed to wiggle their way out of uh, draft situations. I think Elway uh, and even Eli Manning being the two biggest names to do it, but they don't care. I'm, I'm, I hate to sound like that, you know, but they don't. He's going to the San Francisco 49ers, and he doesn't care. He cares about the money that he's just about to sign for, yeah. and that, that's why he's holding out for, for no other reason. He wants yeah. more money than they're willing to give. You know, and I've heard this, uh, this, this, you know, this crying and, and belly aching for years that the, the rookies are overpaid, but I also heard another interesting uh, take on it the other day that rookies are, are really very likely underpaid because, okay, <laughs> you hear me out here, because they have no, they, there's only one team they, they can bargain with, and so they, they have to get it done, and so the, the teams use that slotty system so that they, they have that one team they're bargaining with, and that's it. They can't go out and bargain with other guys. They're, they're not available on the open market to the highest bidder, so very likely it, it sounds strange to say it and i know the veterans are always saying yeah they're underpaid but that's or they're overpaid but that's veterans you know they they always feel that way so yeah, it, they want it's just, their money just too. A, yeah they want their money too so I, I agree with you in that aspect i just like to see him just get it done and i mean you, you always root for kids like this to want you want to see them succeed and uh, i don't know it just kind of it just kind of tarnishes what you, he had going into the draft which was a lot of that that feel-good fans feeling sorry for him well, to fall at 10, but wanting, wanting to see him do something when he gets to San Fran. It does. And you know what, Scott, on, on another uh, avenue is who's going to be better, maybe Percy Harvin or Michael Crabtree? Because the guy that just takes his contract and moves on and goes into the NFL as a rookie and instead of all his contract issues, I don't know. Is Percy Harvin better than Michael Crabtree at the end of the day in two, three years? Well, that's a great question. I don't know if any of us are qualified to say that now, but, I, you know, they're just two different players. Percy Harvin is definitely talented. He's, it sounds from every, all accord right now that he, this guy is just tearing up camp. He's drawing praise. He's stretching the defense. This, I mean, the guy we've always known, he's lightning fast. Can he keep his head clean? I I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll find out. That's what's going to be so much fun this year. But when you really get to the NFL, because the NFL is so much different than uh, NCAA football, so when you really get to the NFL and really find out what's happening, I don't know, Percy Harvin may be – he may come out the better than uh, than Crabtree. Speed kills in the NFL, and he's he's got a ton of it. you know, uh, I'd love to jump in on that too because a guy that I think is really interesting this year at running back, you got to get him if you own Adrian Peterson is Chester Taylor. 
but I've I've got to believe that Percy Harvin's receptions come at Chester Taylor's expense. Well, that that's a good point, Lou. I don't yeah. I, I don't know. I, Chester's one of those guys who's always undervalued. Every year is the same with Adrian Peterson and Chester Taylor. You have to team those two guys up. If one goes down, it's you know Chester Taylor's coming in the game uh, to take those, those those carries and up the middle and all that work that they have. Uh, let, let's look at what else is going on around the league, man. Mike, our, our Louisville Cardinal Harry Douglas, uh, oh man, out for the season. Man, with I, ACL. Heard I tell you, That's this kid is, is 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 a is a Wes Welker type talent. I mean, I watched him for years at Louisville. He made play after yep. play with. Brian Brom and, and several other good quarterbacks from from Louisville in that spread offense of Bobby Petrino and Harry Douglas well, sounded like all like he was really going to challenge and, and be a very a very nice target for Matt Ryan this year and it's going to have to wait. I, I hate to hear that, Scott. Uh, he went down and uh, you know I'm a Kentucky fan, but you love to see the Louisville the Louisville players and the Kentucky players to make an impact in the NFL. And Harry Douglas, he has a chance to make an impact, and to see that happen, it was too bad. So he's going to be out for this year. But uh, if he goes about the right way, goes about it the right way uh, with uh, conditioning, and uh, who knows, 2010, 11, I mean, you hate to look that far down the road, but yeah. uh, this kid's well, got a lot of heart, and we can see what – We'll see what happens. Dynasty, dynasty players don't drop him just yet. Uh, you know what, uh, Lou? Can you stick around here? We've got we've got Alex joining in, so let's get his music ready. All right, Will Michael Jackson Kaganowski, FFPC, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> what up, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Nice intro. Thanks, Scott. That was, no that was problem. Actually, I was breaking a little bit, just popping. <laughs> hey, we're, we're happy uh, that you guys have decided to do this tonight. Everybody's excited uh, to get these draft slots. Tell us about the work that's went into this what the numbers look like compared to last year, and then we can get to it. Well, first of all, Dave uh, was the one in charge of this, as, as he was last year. He did a great job with the video, a lot of you guys remember. And um, he was supposed to do it again um, today. And uh, in the morning, he calls me, and he's like, he starts talking to me. I'm like, Dave, you all right? He's like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just not feeling too good. And you know, I hear his voice is like, oh, you know, horse, and I'm like, dude, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'll be all right by the evening. I'll be fine. So I'm like, yeah. you know, just in case, just let me know. So he calls me yeah. later on, like, by, like, 5 o'clock. He's like, dude, I got a fever. I got, I can't do this. I'm like, and, and the, the sad part about it is because he was preparing. He had a lot of stuff prepared for the um, uh, for the announcement. He, he was going to basically talk about various players that as he was announcing the slot. So it was going to be a lot of fun. And unfortunately, I didn't have time to continue pre- those preparations because I made plans with the wifey to go to the movies. We dropped the kids mm-hmm. off at the parents, <laughs> and we went off out to the movies. So I just got back from the movies literally five minutes ago. 
and I uh, hope gladly, gladly. Uh, well, thanks I a lot. Have, I do have the slots, but uh, for, as far as preparation goes, that's out the window. Awesome. Well, I, yeah, I, I we we I talked to Dave this morning and he didn't sound good. The guys in the chat room are saying he's got the swine flu. I think uh, is, is is the diagnosis from the doctor in the chat room. But hey, you know what? We're gonna do it without him. We we were we were planning on giving a little bit of intro and bio and past success from there. But you know what? Let's just get the picks out. What we decided to do was get the callers to call in, Alex. And we've already got a couple of the chat. The you know the board's already lit up here. Uh, guys want to get their draft slot, so if they come on and maybe have a fantasy take, give you know, talk about something and bring something. If, if you deem them worthy, maybe they can get their draft slot. They could do that, uh, or they could just uh, guess a number between one and twelve, and I'll tell them if they're right or not. If they're right, uh, <laughs> they get it. If they're wrong, you know, we'll just hang up on them. So we could say higher or lower, okay? Yeah, yeah, it'll be like Vegas vacation. <laughs> there you go. Three. Okay. Four. Well, let's take this first caller then. This will be the, uh, let's, you know what, in honor of Lou being with us on the show and his past contributions oh, to FFPC, let, let, let's, let's get that first slot out to Lou. Wait, All be, right. Before you do, okay, uh-huh. before you do, <laughs> I just, I just want to know if Alex was doing the white man's overbite while dancing in his living room <laughs> to my <laughs> Um. All right, dude. What do you have? A camera in here? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I could just see him over there, you know, just just shimmying a little bit with the, you know, the the, the upper teeth over the lower lip, just you know, digging on Michael Jackson for a minute. That's all, you know. Lou, so Lou what kind of slot do you want? You had the one pick the other night, and your team looks pretty good. What what kind of slot are you looking for in the FFPC? All right, Scott, I'm only going to say this. I think my team looks damn good, and I <laughs> I don't. Uh, I really, honestly, I don't care. I, I, you know, I am interested to find out, and it was a cool show, so I wanted to call up and support it, and and even talk about that draft masters. But you guys got a lot going on tonight, so uh, I don't know. Give me my spot, and I'll get off the air, and uh, and let the next guy talk. Very good, uh, Mr. Tranquilly, you bftfantasyfootball.com uh, team bftfantasyfootball.com has the eighth pick in the 2009. FFPC main event. Bring it, baby. Yeah. Good. There you Good go, Luke. Uh, you can work thanks. with the eight pick. Uh, you know, you get like you get your Andre Johnson start, and maybe we, we'll see a wide receiver start, Larry Fitzgerald, something like that, maybe. No. I know. It, I know it won't be Ladanian <laughs> no. Tomlinson. We 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 know that, right? It will not be Ladanian Tomlinson, and even if Ladanian made it around in the second round, it wouldn't be him again. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. You guys take Ladanian Tomlinson. I want fresher legs. How about that? Yeah, I agree. So, I think. Thanks, uh, man. I appreciate it. All right, Lou. See you later. Enjoy. <laughs> all right, Lou. Thanks for joining us. That's uh, Lou from BFDFantasy.com, and he's always uh, a friend of the program, and maybe he he can even uh, stick around in the chat and, and uh, keep, the, keep the discussion going for the crew here. Alice, we've got another call from uh, the 402. 402 states your name. Chad Schroeder. There you go. <laughs> And this is a good this is a good way to start off the show. We've got Lou and then we've got the defending champ from last year, Chad Schroeder. Welcome aboard, buddy. Thanks. Good to be here. I had tried to get in early. I was supposed to be meeting a buddy about fifteen minutes ago at a bar that's in from out of town. But I wanted to get my draft pick first, so I'll listen well, to the rest of it later. 
Yeah, what slot did you uh what slot did you uh get last year uh, and you won the whole thing? Uh I think three. You were in the you were, you were to remind me. <laughs> yeah. I took Steven Jackson actually and that didn't work out well, but somehow I got through it. I don't know how. So you drafted wow. well in uh two, three and four and kept it going, didn't you, Chad? Well, I got lucky and had D'Angelo. I didn't have him on very many of my other teams, but yeah, somehow I ended I up with that. him on that one. So, all right. Well, well, we're getting ready to see what you got now. All right. Uh, Chad has two teams. Actually, uh, Chad has four teams, I believe. Uh, well, I have two. My uncle has two. That all on a little bit of. Do you want me to give you? Do you want me to give you all four, or just the two? Do you want me to tease you a little bit, or what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can just give me my two. <laughs> okay, I'll give you your two, and then your uncle could uh, find out tomorrow morning, or actually later on. Uh, so, Team Cocktail and Dreams one gets the four spot, and Team Cocktail and Dreams two gets the six spot. Four. Four and, and six. Is this six the online one? Uh, I am not at liberty to say. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you don't know yet. Yeah, you haven't drafted the No, I I did, quite honestly, but uh, the way I have him here, Dave sent them over. You know, he's all sick and everything, so he didn't really uh, specify which one is which. Okay, that doesn't doesn't make any difference. Chad, before you get to the other two, talk to us about how you're going to do these two teams. How's this going to work? You're going to draft the main event team, and then when does that online draft happen, and what what are your plans? Is that from the hotel or what? Yeah, uh, be drafting uh, the team Friday night, and then uh, I think the online one is Saturday, like at four o'clock, maybe Vegas time or something like that. Yeah, four o'clock. Uh, is that right? Yeah, so I'll do that from uh, the hotel room. So, and that'll and then, be the last one of the year. So. And then we'll all get together somewhere for, and then, uh, for a Saturday exactly, night party. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of partying. But gotcha. Good hopefully. plan, man. Good plan. Well, let's get those other two teams out. Um, uh, no, we can just said, get those tomorrow. No big yeah, deal. he said he's going to wait for those. All right, champ. Thanks for calling. Uh, hey, thanks a lot for the show. Good uh, idea tonight. And uh, let everybody else get their picks, and I'll listen to the rest when I get home later. All right, Chad. Awesome. Thanks, Chad. Take care, guys. Chad, Chad Schroeder, the defending FFPC champ, called in to get his uh, draft slots early on uh, red versus blue. Uh, the phone number is 347-324-5404. Uh, you know, again, I, d- I do want to uh, – uh-oh, we have uh, issues with uh, Blog Talk Radio again. Keep uh, keep having some uh, issues just popping up uh, sporadically with uh, Blog Talk Radio, and we'll, we'll try to get through those. Alex, I'm going to go ahead and uh, defer to you um, for this story that I'm seeing here. Okay. Um, and, and Lou just had this uh, uh, someone on, so I'm going to skip this story here. But the Tacoma News Tribune reports Julius Jones is playing with more violence, force, desire, and energy in his second training camp with the team. He has the trust of the new coaching regime. This is a special year for Julius. Running backs coach Casey Dunn says he knows it. We all know it. He needs to play well for us. Uh, he certainly raised his level from last season. He's one of those guys that thrive on a challenge, and the challenge for him is to have a real explosive season 
and help us win ball games. Jones appears to be playing better because he knows he'll be the starter. Uh, Alex, he's a sixth or seventh round at best running back right now. What do you, what do you think about Julius Jones? Well, stories like that mean only one thing. It is the first week of the preseason. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and everybody, and everybody looks great, and everybody's running with fresh legs and is more focused and, and, and intense than ever in, the, in, their, in their career. So, uh, I mean, you hear that about everyone. The best, they're in the best shape of their lives. They're focused. I mean, it, it's a joke. I, I can't. I can't even begin. I mean, I can't even listen to that stuff. You know, talk to me after. You know, after they played a couple of preseason games and after. You know, they got stuffed on third and one two or three times. Talk to me then, okay? You know what, Alice? Not even uh, after two or three preseason games. Talk to me after two NFL games. Talk yeah, to me well, after uh, after September 14th or or uh, 21st. Yeah, well, you know, that's by, when you talk to me. By that time, we'll we'll be you know we would have had to make our decision. So uh, I'm just talking about as far as making evaluations goes. You know, uh, in, in I mean we obviously there's been a lot of drafts going on up to this point, but yeah. as far as uh, as far as you know, just uh, taking uh, information from you know from coaches, coach speak. Uh, I'm not going to pay attention to that. Well, Everybody's I'm interested right now. I'm interested in that story because I've been I, I like to watch the rankings of some of the quote unquote pros in this in this uh industry that we're in. And if you guys go to fantasyfootball.com, you can check out their rankings uh, of all the pros that they have from the from the Fantasy Sports Channel. You just go to tools and rankings and then select Fantasy Sports Channel. You'll see my rankings on there. You'll see Lou's and something that's interesting, Lou has Julius Jones at 24 uh, running back 24 overall, okay? He's got him right behind Darren McFadden. Uh, I mean, it's it's by far the the highest of anybody that I've seen ranked. And I'm, <laughs> I wish we could have asked this to Lou when, when he was there and he could have uh, talked to us about why he has him so high. But uh, he's got him ahead of Willie Parker, Thomas Jones, Beanie Wells, Lynch, Adai. I mean, lots of names there, Mike. And, I mean, I don't yeah. even have the guy ranked. I can't even put him on my top 50. He's just one of those guys I don't want any part of. Well, listen, yeah, it, that, it's really not out of the realm of possibility that the guy could finish in the 20s. Uh, so I, I don't particularly blame Lou. I mean, you could look at, uh, you know, his brother and the path that his brother took, um, uh, Thomas Jones. Uh, I mean, the guy, you know, they basically had they, – their careers are very parallel. Um, as a matter of fact, Julius Jones had a better start to his career than uh, Thomas did. And, uh, you know, so so – I, maybe that's that's a you know that's a little bit of a uh, that that could you know show us of things to come with Julius, but I, and obviously there's a completely new offense. Obviously, you know some good things could happen for him, but uh, you know uh, I, I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't rank him outside top 50 as a starting running a starting uh, running back in the NFL, but uh, you know 25 isn't isn't necessarily too high. Well, we'll we'll see. There's a, there's a lot of camp news right now. I'll tell you, I'll give you the scoop from Indianapolis. Uh, when we come back here, we've got to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, with the camp news that we're getting from Indianapolis, and I think you're going to be real interested in uh, in what we're what we're seeing here. Hi, this is Greg Kellogg. You know the routine. It's Friday night. You're looking over your lineup. 
It's either Lavernius Coles versus the Browns or Lance Moore versus the Falcons. I'm a serious fantasy player, and regular fantasy advice just won't do. I need to know, without a doubt, that the fantasy advice I'm getting makes sense. That's why I listen to Red vs. Blue Fantasy Sports Radio. Catch Scott Atkins in the Red vs. Blue Crew chat room every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those difficult-to-make lineup decisions. I'll be there. Will you? All right, we're back. Red versus Blue. The crew is coming in to get their draft slots. We are live with Alex Kaganowski. Got Mike Trent on the line here, as always. And uh, we're, we're talking FFPC main event draft slots tonight. Uh, we are releasing the draft slots at 12 o'clock uh, tonight in about 13 minutes for all the draft slots. If you want to get yours a little bit early, you can call us up. And uh, Alex will go ahead and give it to you individually. You don't have to wait because we're going to probably go 12 to 1, aren't we, Alex? Just all the way from 12 and move all the way up to 1. So you could be waiting all night. If you want to call us up and get on the air, we'll, we'll get your draft slot to you early. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go extra slow today. <laughs> I like it, Alex. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, we did see the injury to Reggie Bush, and I automatically thought to myself, man, this is what I didn't want to see. I, I'm all over Pierre Thomas this this year at 3-5 in, in my main event draft, and I, and, I, and I want to see Reggie Bush, you know, just play nice and safe. Don't worry. Don't have the injuries. Don't get hurt right now because I want Pierre Thomas, and the worst thing that could happen is Reggie Bush get out there, get hurt, and uh, and then you know uh, Pierre Thomas get drafted two three two five two seven something like that and uh, Mike Reggie Bush it's always the knee with this guy yeah no it's it's kind of frustrating because uh, that was one of uh, Josh's uh, day drinkers decisions was uh, Bush versus Thomas and you know to kind of plug that but you know I still am. I'm a firm believer in Bush, uh, but it just seems like that there's one thing after another. This guy has untapped talent. If this guy was healthy from the word go till week 16, uh, it would be amazing. But we'll see what happens. Hey, I got an interesting uh, thought for you guys. Uh, for the last couple of years, Reggie Bush has gotten hurt towards the end of the year, right? And, and the guy has been Pierre Thomas coming in and replacing him and putting him Huge numbers, especially like right. All right, right. Let's say Bush goes down tomorrow, goes down out for the year, okay? And we know this now, okay? We know that Pierre Thomas is the guy, whoever's behind him, uh, Bell or whoever it is. Okay? He skyrockets. Yeah. Where does Pierre Thomas get drafted? Does he go yeah. fourth overall? Does he go fifth overall? <laughs> no, I don't think he moves up that high myself. He skyrockets. He skyrockets. He's right in the discussion. I guarantee you it would be uh, a different grab around, around every day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you see yeah, him everywhere from, from 4 to 14, Alex, 4 to 15. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, yep. think, I don't think he lasts anywhere past uh, 6 or 7 myself. But I, my question is, does he go as high as 3 or 4? No. I think so. No, I do I, I do not. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the uh, Denver offense uh, with the running back running back by committee, uh, I don't think he can go that high. That, there was no running back by committee last year, the last five five games of the year. There was Pierre Thomas well, I'm talking and about, then more Pierre Thomas. 
Right, right. But I'm talking about the Denver offense uh, two or three, four years ago. I mean, it was pretty much give the ball to the running back. Done. And uh, That's cool. but I, I, I agree. I, know, I, I don't know, Alex. I mean, it, it's it's going to be pretty tough because uh, the guy was the guy was pretty much a stud, but I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it yet. Six oh nine area code six oh nine. You're on the air with uh, Red versus Blue and Alex Kaganowski. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? How you doing? Who's this? Hey. This is this is uh, Eli the Dream Goldstein. Nice to talk to you. Hi, Eli. I got a qu- I got a question for you, Scott. You there? I'm here, buddy. All right, dude. I've been looking at your rankings on uh, on fantasyfootball.com. Uh, and you have you have Larry Johnson ranked thirtieth, and I just want to know what your uh, reasoning behind that was. Well, it's uh, it's pretty simple, really. I I don't uh, have a lot of science involved in this, but uh, I'll tell you what, I'm just a big Jamal Charles fan. I think the, he showed last year that, uh, and I and I really enjoyed what I saw out of Texas. I, I I watch a lot of Big Twelve. This kid has the moves. He has the uh, the strength. To, uh, to do more than just be a, a change of pace back. And I think what we saw last year, even when, when LJ was healthy, uh, there were, they, were, they were alternating series. And so I think it's going to put both of these guys in a position where neither one has uh, 30 carry days. Okay? These are guys that are going to both put up, uh, you know, Larry Johnson might get his 18 carries, but what did he do with those carries last year? Uh, it, it wasn't anything to really speak of. How, how high are you on him? I know your rankings are on that board too, buddy. I, I have I have him ranked at 15 actually. Wow. I, I, I and that's and that's that's a little high. But there's uh, there's other people in here that have him ranked at 15 as well. There's someone else on here as well. I, I just think uh, he's going to be reborn this year, and uh, and that and I think the the Chiefs were behind in a lot of games last year, so they threw the ball a ton. Right. So I don't think he, I don't think he was utilized that well. He came in late to training camp last year, if I recall. That was the year he came in late. Yeah, he played last so, year and, again, uh, put up, like, top 35 stats. Uh, I mean, he, he missed a couple of games. There was a, a nice little stretch of games he missed there. Uh, you know, against Denver, he put up that 200-yard game. Uh, that, that's a, that's a, everybody ran against Denver pretty well. Uh, then he comes back week 14 against Denver and puts up 11 carries for 36 yards. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's what I'm scared of. That's, I, I own the guy in my uh, in the in the league we play in, Mike, the local league that we play in, and just every week yeah, you just don't know I mean, what you're going to get out of the guy. How how are you on uh, Matt Castle and uh, Dwayne Bowe? I'm not very high on them, to be honest with you. They're, they're hard to gauge. Well, then, well, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough day. <laughs> yeah, well, it's tough to gauge them because they're on a new team. But you, you right. brought up Denver, and this is another guy that. I, I, I find it difficult to, to rank these players and where they're going to end up. And people are high on them. Like, no, Sean Marino hasn't taken the snap in the NFL. And, and right. people are, uh, have man crushes on this guy already. And and I'm confused on how people have tremendous faith um, in no, Sean Marino that he could, could provide a lot of uh, big uh, fancy stats this year. Well, you can't. And those guys that are drafting Marino like that, no. Eli, I think we all agree it's it's all based on upside. And, and, and going ahead and spending a pick on a very explosive player. Moreno, we know, can be explosive in college. Okay, does that, does that transition over to the NFL? We think so. 
And, and just like when Adrian Peterson came in, there were several guys saying, look, he's got that explosive ability. Well, you don't take him based on the points you think he's projected to do. Uh, at a, you know, he's not safely going to get you those points, but he has that upside. By the end of the season, uh, weeks 13 through 16 is really when you want him to be up, uh, you know, roaring and ready to go. And that's what a rookie kind of does. He, he adjusts. The first eight games of the year probably not that good. And as that season moves on, will he be ready weeks 13 to 16? And if so, I mean, he could be that lightning that you're really looking for. So, so I don't blame you. I know the thing, Scott, I'd be real excited if I'm a Kansas City Chief fan because I have one of the most electrifying wide receivers, I have a very good quarterback, and I have a running back waiting and a wide out that is just outstanding. So I, I don't know. If I'm a Kansas City Chief fan, you better build around the line, the line, the line, and then let everything else uh, take care of itself. Yep, there's a lot. There's a lot of questions there. New passing offense. I mean, are there? What? What? I think this sets up for Jamal Charles. And and, and again, Larry's had a lot okay. of carries, and I don't. I don't expect to see Larry coming back from 300 carry seasons, uh, several years removed. Okay, that was back in 2000. And 2006, he had 400 carries, and you know that's the breakdown. We all predicted it. We thought it might okay. happen, and sure enough, the last couple years he hasn't even sniffed it because of of missed time. I mean, four four games missed last year, eight games missed, or seven games missed the previous year. But, that's that's what but, I think we're going to see more of. This team, and uh, I'm not saying 2009, but I'm saying in 2010-11, this team can be explosive. They could be well, crazy. Well, sure, but Larry won't be there. I mean, he's already he's already up there and, uh, you know, going to turn 30, going to turn 30 here in November, so... Alex, uh, you, you got a draft That's spot fine. for Eli here? Uh, I have uh, no idea what uh, his team name is. I don't have a team. I'm not in the. I'm not in it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a problem then. That's a problem. Then, but here, here's well, the thanks for calling in, though. Here, here's here's how we can Eli. solve that. Here's the good news, Eli. Question. The good news is you have 30 days to register. So, get on it. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go, Alex. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead. All right, my last question is, and I, this is another player that is being drafted all over the place, and uh, I think people are having a hard gauge on where, that, where he should be drafted, and that would be Brian Westbrook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's a guy, Eli, and thank you for, for calling in. Uh, Westy is one of those guys that as we get closer to camp, as we start to see him making making the moves that he's always made, uh, in camp, uh, he's going to be one of those guys that you're going to feel a lot better about taking at the end of that first round. Uh, I still think there's too many question marks just with the age and with the drafting of another uh, rookie uh, running back, the quality of LaShawn McCoy. I, I don't see him uh, giving me a reason to take him uh, when we've seen missed games from him over the last, uh, you know, over last year and, and, and hitting that 30 mark. I mean, this is a guy that has, has had a difficulty staying on the field I mean, had a nice amount of carries last year. 230 carries for West is, is really respectable, and he's a guy that's going to get you 50 receptions, you know, in his sleep he's every season. Ton of receptions. But yeah, you, you come off of a surgery. You know, what 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 kind of uh, what kind of condition are you in? You've got ankle issues, um, and, and and that's the that's the problem with with Westy. And you're a running back. You need your ankles, right, Alex? So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I made the mistake of uh, of draft. Well, I don't know if it was a mistake, but uh, he definitely let me down. Uh, last year at Westbrook. You know, just one point about uh, Larry Johnson before we move on. 
you, you guys were talking about it, but nobody really talked about the young offensive line, and I think everywhere uh, everyone is, you know, very concerned about uh, the gelling of that offensive line, and and I, even if they do start to gel at some point in the season, it's going to come, you know, probably midpoint and, and then later on. And and here's the problem: uh, look at the first uh, seven eight weeks of the season. You got Kansas City at Baltimore, at Philadelphia, home for the Giants, home for Dallas, at Washington, and mm. home for San Diego. Mm. Bye. Here comes the bye week. They get back from the bye, and guess what? At Jacksonville, at, Jacksonville. at Oakland. Oakland. Okay, Pittsburgh. not so bad. Then Pittsburgh, then at San Diego. Then, you, then it slows down with Denver, Buffalo, Cleveland, at Cincinnati. Good okay. playoff weeks. Good playoff yeah. weeks. Absolutely. So I'm just saying that, you know, yeah, the playoffs look sweet, but you got to get there. And Larry Johnson with that offensive line, I'm not sure uh, how many holes he's going to have to run through. And I think that Jamal Charles pick. Uh, is a great one because uh, if the, that team is coming from behind, Jamal Charles is going to be on the field. Yeah, he's going to get receptions. That, that's a good point, Alex, and, and, and I appreciate you mentioning that. Schedule has a lot to do with rankings always. And, look, they have to play the NFC East this year um, in addition to San Diego and Oakland, who who are both improved on defense. you got Merriman back, so uh, it should be interesting. Well, Alex, we've got another – we got another caller from the 610 since we've uh, just talked about Larry Johnson. we got 610. Let's get him active on the, the, the chat room here on the switchboard. 610, state your name. Hey, guys. It's Fantasy Mojo. How's it going? Hey, What's Darren? up, Fantasy hey. Mojo? Hey. How you doing? What How's up? Uh, How you doing? Uh, not too bad. We uh, we made out pretty good this week with the, uh, the three nights of drafts, although I'm a little bit tired from uh, – Moderating that stuff every night, but uh, I think everybody's having a good time with that. Uh, those are awesome. Those are awesome. Yeah. So, many, so many people talking about those. Those are great. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good tune-up for uh, you know, for some uh, more serious drafting going on here pretty soon. So that's uh, right. I'd, I'd be interested to see what my pick is for the main event, though, if, uh, if Alex has it. Okay, I certainly do. And uh, Fantasy Mojo gets pick number ten. Ten. Here we go. Ten. I like ten. I like the back end of the draft, so that'll work. Yeah, well. I was gonna say, get, get, uh, on the come around, uh, you'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Most, most of the teams, most of the teams that have looked, that have been impressive, in, in my opinion, that I've uh, I've seen the '77 draft and uh, some of the other uh, drafts that we've had at the FFBC have uh, come from the bottom end of the draft. But uh, that's just my opinion. What the heck do I know? Yeah, it seems to work. You never know what's going to fall to you down at the end, so. Uh... You know, usually you're surprised with something uh, pretty decent, so I will take that. All right. Well, All right. I uh, I appreciate you uh, having those pros versus Joes. They've been a lot of fun. Everybody's really engaged, and 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 we're having a a blast drafting them, man. What, um, Darren? Uh, if you have Brian Westbrook there uh, at two three, is he yours? Uh. I don't know if I take him uh, in the first round there. Even even being a Philly guy, it's a you know. How about a die? That, a, a die? Is Probably crazy. a little too high. A die is my favorite. I would absolutely take a die first round. <laughs> unless unless Chill Bill is in uh, is in my league with me, I know he might uh, you know grab him ahead of me. But then if you don't mind me asking, who is the best team in, in the NFC? In the NFC, I mean, uh, I'd have to. Yeah, I, I the go. best team in the NFC. Yeah, we'll have to go to Eagles. I mean, you know, 
They're a total package. Although I tell you one thing, their their new defensive coordinator, the guy looks a little uh, he looks a little green to me. So I'm a little concerned about the defense, especially with you know Stuart Bradley going down, and uh, you know they've got a couple other issues there too. So I I don't think uh, I think their their defense fantasy wise is is dropping down a bit here as we make our way through the preseason. So I'm a I'm a big Dallas Cowboy fan, but you know I'm I'm starting to think it through. the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm thinking, okay, they got uh, Donovan, uh, Brian Westbrook. They got some uh, youngsters that run back as well. They got wideouts. They got a good O-line, good D-line. Uh, I don't know what's going to well, stop them. Yeah, they're solid all the way around. Um, you just have to wait and see. I mean, it's, it's tough playing in that division, but, um, you know, some, somebody's got to rise to the top, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. And a great head coach. Go ahead. All right. No, uh, I said a great head coach. Oh, well, hey, Darren. Darren, we're we're having a blast with the uh, pros versus Joes. We've got three more drafts. Uh, We'll we'll keep those uh, threads rolling and get the guys to your site. Yeah. Yeah, We've got got some big names with uh, with the the pros next week. We've got got Fantasy Guru. We've got – what else we got? Uh, Mock Draft Central, we got uh, Fantasy Football Extreme. Uh, there's quite is a few Jeff, there. And, uh, is we have, Jeff we drafting have, for uh, Mock Draft Central? I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be Jeff. Uh-huh. Uh, no, actually, Jason. I think Jason's doing it. And who's who's drafting for the Guru? I think Matt Camp is, is drafting for Guru. So cool. and then you got uh, Slam, I think, is from uh, who who ended up pretty high last year in the FFPC, didn't he? Yeah, yeah right out of the mo- uh, one away from the money, seventh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right, he's drafting for fantasy football guidebook, so it it should be good. And we got somebody from Rapid Draft too. So awesome. Um, well, we had we had we had Dodds from Football Guys uh, just clamoring about how good his draft was. <laughs> yeah, he had, and, yeah. Uh, he had a crazy draft. Yeah, very interesting strategy. Well, yeah, thanks for so, calling in, Darren. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the buzz rolling, and uh, you keep you keep it rolling on the board for us. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Take care. All right. Bye. That's Fantasy Mojo from Pros versus Joes. We've got uh, Alex. We're we're past the, we're past midnight, so everybody's wanting them in the chat room. Let's go ahead and take this call from the four eight zero four eight zero. You're on with the FFPC. A day drinker, Jason and Josh here. Oh <laughs> yeah, a day drinker. Jason is drinking a gin and tonic while day drinker Josh, well, is drinking a tonic, and we are waiting desperately for this pick. All right, what I want to know is I want to hear the story of how you came up with this team here, with the team name. Uh, The Gangbang? The Gangbang. (laughs) The Gangbang came up, unfortunately, when we were signing in. It said, uh, like, a reference, and we were trying to be obnoxious to you and Dave. And unfortunately, my drunk friend Josh put it in as the team name. So now this year we will be the gangbang. Very good. <laughs> uh, that's just that's just fit to print, fellas. Hey, we're playing the seed in many ways. All right, gangbang. All right, hey, gang we're, we're, we are so excited to see everyone. Cannot elevator wait. Fr- elevator there. fraternity right here. Elevator fraternity. Hey, let it be known, I still have nightmares. And I'll tell you what, I've seen a lot of things this year. My wife gave birth to my son, and still the elevator was way more frightening. Hey, my wife my wife didn't believe me because we were out of touch there for, like, what, a couple hours? You know, I'm, 
I'm like, we got stuck in an elevator. She wouldn't believe it. I had to bring the video home on the phone, and I still got it. If you guys, I can post that to your board, guys, if you let me. I've got the video, the whole thing on my phone sitting there just waiting to be uploaded. Oh, I, I, I still like have one. That. I still have one question though. Is Leroy okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, we were uh, in Vegas. Uh, I think I told this story. Uh, Dave and I um, and Leroy were in Vegas earlier this year, I believe. In uh, and Leroy. Yeah, and Leroy. And and Leroy. <laughs> uh, and we we ended up in Mirage. We ended up going to the top floor of the Mirage, and we were supposed to get on the same elevator, the infamous elevator, and Leroy backed away and said, I'm not getting on this elevator. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How come? Oh, yeah, nightmares. Well, yeah. Nightmares, hey. flashbacks. And, Alex, I also just want to throw this one last one out because my favorite memory of 2009 so far. I think it might have been 2008. It was before the great Cardinal run. You are our good luck charm. Because without Alex, we would not have been in New York City having a good time, some good drinks with some good 21-year-old kids in some shoddy little bar in in, uh, in Manhattan. But that led to the car yeah. run of the Super Bowl. So I appreciate that, my friend. Hey, you're, you're very <laughs> welcome. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Well, let's get these draft picks going. Here right. we go. Team All right, fellas, we'll see you soon. Team Gang Bang gets pick number two. Oh. Oh. What you going to do with two? Yeah, well, he's uh, he was on here, and he is gone. He must have uh, disconnected. But he has got to be happy with uh, number two. Unless he – I mean, maybe he wants to take Larry Fitzgerald at two, you know. So we, we've seen that before uh, from our, from our good know, friend. I don't know. That's going to set up for a second and third round picks. Tommy, Tommy I mean, Yates picked Fitz at number one. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. These are the day drinkers. They're big Arizona fans. Let's take a call from the 301. 301, you're on with uh, FFPC. FFPC, what's this about? All right, we've uh, <laughs> we've got a, uh, an uninformed caller. Who's <laughs> yeah. this? Hey, we're, we're, we're giving out the draft slots tonight for the FFPC main event, <laughs> so uh, we're going to have to drop that line. And uh, uh, 301, what area code is that? Isn't that Jersey? Where is that, Alex? 301 area code. I thought it was Florida. 301. No, I can find it real quick. Hang on. All right. 301. Well, I I don't know. That is, uh, let's see, Maryland. Maryland area code. Is that right? 301. Yeah, Maryland. Okay. A lot of crazy Maryland. I guess, man. Well, it must be somebody out of D.C. They can't be upset about the... The fact that the stock market went up today, about 170 points, I mean, this guy's got to be ill. Hey, I'm going to give you guys a sleeper while we while we go ahead and get ready for Alex to debut these 12 picks here. Uh, a sleeper that I've, that I've been targeting late in the drafts, and I think he's just twice as – we know this for a fact. He's three times, ten times as talented as, as uh, Cedric Benson. In the 18th round, I snagged Bernie Scott, the rookie running back, from Abilene Christian, guys. If you haven't seen him, look him up. Do some YouTubes. Check out what he can do. Okay, now now here's what I'm going to say. Uh, taken by the Bengals, okay, this kid it has a lot of baggage, okay. it's you, You've got a talented player. You remember how Randy Moss dropped in the draft yep. because of his character concerns? From Marshall. Okay. 
Yeah, well, yep. yeah. He dropped half a round, Scott. There's a bit of a difference there. Yeah, well, here's the difference, okay? Scott, Bernie Scott's been arrested on five separate occasions, okay? He was arrested on five separate occasions, and he was kicked off the Central Arkansas team for hitting a coach who tried to break up an on-field fight during spring practice in 05. Okay? And this is the guy you want to draft. I'm telling you, he's got some anger issues, okay? No kidding. I'm hoping he's matured a little bit. Okay, but but he maybe uh, I tell you this kid is explosive. He can see yeah, the field. He he's got it all. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to check this kid out, Bernie Scott. Just do w- watch some of the things that he can do. He's definitely a dynasty stash guy. I think he could be the sleeper. Take that job uh, right away from from Benson. I mean, they could do the kind of combo thing where Benson's in the carries and and Bernie's doing a little bit of Chris Perry type action. But uh, just watch this kid. I'm just telling you, watch him when you're thinking for a deep sleeper. Yeah, uh, Barney you know. Piper's watching too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little. Uh, I'm getting some crazy looks from my boys Russ uh, in the chat room. Uh, for those folks that are interested in the Indianapolis Indianapolis Colts, uh, Joe would die on the first day of practice. Man, he gets out there. You're like, okay, let's see what this guy can do. He's gimpy on every single play, Mike. And Alex, he's he's going yeah, I, hitting I the hole. He starts limping off the field every time after every play. And I'm like, this is, this is what they, this is what they drafted mm-hmm. Donald Brown for. Yeah, this, this is a kid. Joseph Adai has all the capabilities in the world. And what do we see? We see nothing. You know, if you're a coach fan, you got to be really frustrated because you're getting nothing out of this guy. And I don't understand it. So. You're exactly right. That's why they drafted Donald Brown. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, I, I've, I've always saw a die as uh, as being in a perfect situation to to uh, put up the fantasy stats, and not necessarily somebody who is uh, awfully talented. But maybe yeah. right now he, the situation has gotten worse, and maybe his talent is really not that great to begin with. And on top of it, he's getting right. injured. So you got to, you know, you right. got three strikes and you're out. That's kind of that's kind of the, the the mentality there. When in that draft, he was there with Reggie Bush and D'Angelo and Lindale, all these guys that were coming out. Maroney and Adai just was drafted to the best situation, and then he gets in that group, and all he has to do is beat out Rhodes, you know. And, and he really didn't do a good job of that. Rhodes outplayed him pretty much on every occasion, including the Super Bowl. And so now yeah. they have a, a first round talent there to push him. And and I'm afraid that they're right. I'm afraid Mojo's right. I, I don't. I don't see it working out. I'm going to have to do something with the with the 29 jersey. You know, yeah. you might want to think about the the last three or four years that uh, SEC running backs versus uh, Big East running backs. Do a do a test with those, and I would say the uh, Big East running backs come out uh, come out smelling like a rose. Yep. Let, let, let's take this 480 caller here, and then we'll get to the the 12 picks because we got to get rolling. 480, you are uh, you're on the air with uh, let's see with the FFPC 480. Yes, uh, this is Day Drinker Josh this time. <laughs> hey, what's up, Josh? We thought it would be uh, fitting for both of us to chime in tonight, and with the Adai talk and Adai costing us thousands and thousands in the big payback league last year, we thought it'd be very fitting for us to. <laughs> Chime in and, and complain about your little hometown boy there, Scott Joseph Adai. I know yeah. you love him. I know you you have a little crush on him, but yeah. he's a, the, he's a terrible running back. 
he <laughs> he can't make it through two games without getting hurt. And that's why I'm so huge on Donald Brown this year. Hmm. I, I, well, I hear what, you, buddy. Hey, Josh, that's what we were just talking about. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm calling and I'm talking about it, Mike. All right. Hey, well, hey, Josh, stay on with us. We're on the same page. Josh, stay on with us here. We're going to announce the 12 slots. Alex, you got the 12s ready to go? I certainly do. Okay. Here they are. Drum roll, please. All right. All right. Uh, uh, just a, a quick uh, explanation. Um, some of the draft slots may not be – it may not be an even amount of draft slots. In other words, it may not be 12 of each or 13 of each slots, and that is because – uh, we have three dr- different draft dates that we are drafting from, uh, drafting for, or drawing for. Uh, so uh, the slots did not come out even. Uh, but uh, just uh, sure. yeah, just an explanation uh, in case sure. anyone is going to be wondering why that is so. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The 12 slots are teams, all eight. Elvis is in the house. Giggling Marlin. Hand Tossed, Husker Heaven, K.O. Crew, and Harley 2, More Fierce, Old School, Sandman's Time, Silverback Gorillas, Team Thompson, The Immaculate Selection, and finally, The Mighty Bugmen. Those are the 12 slots. All right, I've just posted them on there. We've got a couple of guys in the chat room. You just landed the 12 spot. Sandman's Time, Team Thompson, Mighty Bugmen, a couple of guys that are in the chat room tonight. Uh, you guys should be pretty happy about that. Last night we saw the 12 pick with Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss. So that's the kind of start you can expect uh, from the 12 spot, Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss start. Now, what kind of running backs do you get from that? Uh, well, let's see. Here were your selections. You could choose from Reggie Bush in the third, Darren McFadden, Larry Johnson, Thomas Jones, Moreno, Ray Rice, Felix Jones, Derek Ward. You can get a couple of nice starters there if you go Calvin and Randy. Yes, I agree right. with that. Um, I, I think uh, um, that's what a lot of the uh, the 77 drafts have shown. Uh, people are right. drafting two wide receivers at the end, and then um, – even going maybe with a third wide receiver later on in a three-four turn, and then picking up those running backs later on, and it's, uh, in my opinion, uh, it, the teams have been looking real strong. But I've always been a wide receiver guy, so those teams look great yep. to me. They may not uh, look so hot to uh, people who want to see the stud running backs. All right, you know we we, we should have given this uh, its proper credit, but let's go ahead and go. Let's go ahead and get going. We've got the eleven picks uh, to roll, so I'll, I'll type them in the chat room. You go ahead and call them off. All right, sounds good. Let me pull them up. The 11 picks are as follows. Amish Brothers of Lancaster. Blood, Sweat, and Beers. Forensic Football. Jaws. Leonidas Revenge. Masters of the Gridiron. Miami Canes, Michigan Fanatics, Midway Maulers, and finally the Chef. Those are the Chef. The, the, the Chef. Those are picks okay. eleven. 
Well, we, we've got a couple of those guys in the chat as well. Uh, I know. Is that Chef Paul? Uh, I believe so. The Chef is Chef Paul team, yes. All right, big chef. We got the 11 picks. Now we got uh, we got 10 to go, Alex. It's 12-20. Uh, We're doing pretty good. The 11 pick I had last night, and again, it started off pretty nice. I could have went Randy Moss or Calvin. I thought about it. I'm really high on D'Angelo. Seeing him drop to 11, I couldn't turn him down. Once Calvin and Randy went, uh, I, I ended up taking another running back. So, again, it's it's something you have a lot of flexibility. If I had it to do over again, I probably wouldn't have done much different. If it's in the FFPC main event, though, I cannot turn down one of those stud-wide receivers there, Reggie Wayne, Steve Smith, Mike, uh, either one yeah. of those guys I, I'm going to be real, real happy with. Yeah, you pretty much got to get on them. Uh, when, when you can get them, you got to get on them. Uh, so it's tough situation sometimes, but uh, – I love, that Leonidas, I love that Leonidas revenge name. Do we know who that is? They're talking about it in the chat room. I believe I believe that's uh, Russ from the uh, boards. Oh, wow. Okay. Russ, he's, uh, oh. his wife's getting ready to have a baby. I think they're fifth from Indianapolis. So uh, Russ is going to have a house full. So I think he's drafting online this year. So, Alex, let's go on. Moving on to the 10 picks. All right. So 10 picks are as follows. Baby Rat, Bernie Madoff is my financial advisor. Ah, I know him. Clear to close. Uh-oh. Fantasy Mojo. There he is. Fester. Follow me. Wow. Kicking arse. Milk Chocolate. Mr. Bill and the Land Shark. Quick Six and Quick Six, both team, both of his teams get the 10th spot. And finally, wow. Sideline Sage get all get the 10th spot. Well, there's some uh, notable names in there. The one that uh, stands out, obviously, uh, follow me, Mark Moyer. He's always everywhere in these drafts, and uh, he's he's a player that's played in the big payback, I believe, and. And just about everywhere you can imagine. Clear to close has had some uh, success, I think, in the finals last year. Um, and, and then Mr. Bill, always, uh, always a competitor. Quick six too. I mean, he, there's some really big names at ten. It's nice to nice to see those guys are, are returning for year number two. Yeah, Quick Six took second, I believe, uh, in the FFPC last year overall. And you got Fester and you got Mojo, uh, all with the ten spot. Uh, tens again. It's a it's a good spot to be. FFPC, you, 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 again, if you have that flexibility, running back, wide receiver, uh, you can just do about anything you want that late in the draft, and, and you're, you're landing guys like Frank Gore and LaDainian Tomlinson to start your draft. There's nothing, yeah, nothing wrong with I that. Mean, that. That's a solid position. Cool. All right. Let's get rolling. Yep, ready for number nine? All right. Uh, all right, I don't know if I can pronounce this. Bourgois Suffering. FF Mastermind, Glen Aration X, Money Incorporated, Recovery Boys. Wow. Run. Recovery Boys, yeah. Run EMF, Deal Tech, Syracuse Slappers, Team Riker, The Bada Bingers, The Champs. And last team, 
What? <laughs> How do you spell that? What is that? Well, what? Well, what? Well, what? Well, what? 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 Okay. Well, you got you got FF Mastermind in there. Mike Nazrick. Uh, he's got a new show on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Go check his show out. He's part of the Fantasy Sports Channel now. Uh, Money Inc. Recovery Boys. Tommy Yates won a hundred thousand dollars in the NFFC last year. Syracuse Slappers, these are guys that have, uh, Bada Bingers had a lot of uh, good success late last year. I think he, he ended up making top five in your uh, in, in the championship round, didn't he? Uh, I Possibly. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's a lot to keep up with. but Okay. Good okay. stuff. Uh, we're up to pick number eight. Starting with BFDFantasyFootball.com. FFGuidebook.com, Flu, Flu, Floridate, then Tailgate, Mr. Bill and the Landshark, that was the second team, Pacific Barons, RC Techies, Royd Rage, Kurt and Leroy team to be determined, the name. Uh-oh. Uh, washboard, Writ of Executioners, Weston, Westonio United, Zach Diesels, and that was it. Zach Diesels was the last one. All right. BFT Fantasy, FF Guidebook, uh, Mr. Bill and the Landshark, RC Techies. Uh, these are guys that are all very accomplished. Roy Rage, Curtin Leroy uh, kind of uh, have had some experience uh, in this thing for quite a while. Uh, some some big names there at eight, and again, uh, eight is one of those spots where you're you're again. It's just it's such a wide open draft board from four to fourteen. I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. No, no, no. It's it's wide open. You know, you know. We talked about the first couple rounds and uh, the first couple picks, but uh, what's the difference between uh, say your uh, one three versus your one eleven. Is there that much a difference? There's not, and we talked about it and talked about it. This would be great. Well, in the chat room, you're hearing uh, some teams that say they want their pick now. They don't want to be in the middle at four, five, and six. You also see some teams saying they don't want one, two, or three. It just looks like it's all over the board. So let's get on. Let's we got go number. We got seven slots ready to go. Yeah, I don't remember kind of this type of year where uh, people truly um, are, are really all over the map as far as picks go. It's always been leaning towards the top, but not this year. This is the first year right. where uh, people have leaned. You know what? Top. That's funny, Alex, because I was getting ready to say, I would almost lean toward uh, the 111, 112, and then come get that next pick again. Yep. All right. Picks number seven, starting with Asian Merchants, Colts Fan, Dave Turp, Enterprises. Whoa! Dirty's Bread Busters. Fierce. Hicksville Frisky Ferrets. One Got Through. Papa Dukes and Son. Prophets of Pain. Spoke Animals. Uh, can't make this one out. Team something rather team left 
Team Legacy. Team Legacy. <laughs> Lucky seven. Team Legacy. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. And lastly, but not leastly, Wounded Ducks. Those are picks number seven. Wow. Well, let's just go ahead. Got to be happy about the seven pick. I love it. Love it. Okay, I won't. I won't put you through that. <laughs> Team seven. I've got the seven pick. Is that what you're telling me? Did you say seven? Yes. And you know what, Scott? You could tell us exactly who you're drafting because you don't have any anything to worry about. Anyone in front of you or anyone behind you uh, cannot steal your player. So you could tell us right now who you want. <laughs> they already know who I want. It's up on my draft. It's up on my rankings. You go to <laughs> fantasyfootball.com. Thanks for the thanks for the lead in there. Fantasyfootball.com. If 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 everything goes the way I expect it to go, I'd be taking D'Angelo Williams at the seven pick. Uh, I have I have Thank Frank you. Gore Thank at you. six. I have Chris Johnson at five. Matt Forte at four. Stephen Jackson at three. Adrian Peterson at two. Maurice Jones Drew at one. So. You know what? Well, we got a local uh, draft uh, coming up a week from tomorrow. So, yeah, Scott. Yep, I'd be I'd, I'd be thrilled to death with D'Angelo. I, I think he's the real deal. Again, I, I don't see Stewart cutting too much into the carries, and I think you're going to see timeshares. Hmm. You're going to see timeshares just about everywhere. Stewie's had a hard time uh, staying healthy, so I don't know what the deal is with that. But D. Oh. Will looked as explosive as anybody in the league last year. I'll, I'll I'll take him at seven. All right. Well, and but just remember, he only had sixty percent of the carries. You know what? I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that in mind. And uh, Perry, Perry's in the chat room. Perry's in the chat room, and he and he says that uh, I might take Larry Fitzgerald if he's there. So you just never know. Seven's a good spot to take this. All right. All right. Here we go. Six. Picks number six, starting with two packer, Army of Darkness, Ollie, Broom, broom Dusters, Cocktails and Dreams. Invictus Peasy. Uh-oh. Uh, Just Steel. Nighthawk Services. Number Crunchers. Fanatics with a PH. Rochester Rams. Smoking Fish. And The Show. Picks number six. How do you spell that? S-H-O-W? That is correct. Okay, I, I didn't know maybe that was Steve Carter there, the show, so I don't know. Uh, okay, we've got some names. we got Peasy getting his draft slot. He's always part of the Red versus Blue crew. Uh, I wonder how he feels about that sixth spot. Uh, he could give us a call and, and find out. Of Number crunchers, Army of Darkness is Ollie, one of the uh, top-rated players in the uh, in the world rankings. So uh, a sixth spot, again, it's, it's right there in the middle. And uh, just, uh, you know what, I don't think at the seventh spot, uh, going back to six and seven, going to be a hard, hard. I, I'm, I'm crossing fingers that we can land Pierre Thomas in the third round. That's my, that's my hope. So just don't steal him from me in, in the third round, and I'll be okay. Yeah, I can't see him. Uh, I can't. You know, with, with Bush already ha- uh, getting hurt in the first week of training camp, I can't see Pierre Thomas lasting that long. Uh, I mean, I, I just can't see Bush, all, you know, starting to get healthy uh, towards the end of the training camp. I mean, you know, it's only going to go downhill from here. Seriously. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's incredible. All right, let's move on. Let's go with the fives. All right. Lucky uh, fives. Picks number five. 
shot caller, Cheech and Chong, Cornfins, Coyote Streakers, Uh-oh. Desert Snake, Eastbound, Eastbound and Down, Evil Squirrels, Mino Brown, Pink Panthers, Pittsburgh's Fab Four, Sven and Ole, O-L-E, and the Eagles. Those are pictures. All right. Big names there. Corn uh, Fins is, a, is, is an accomplished player, Jeff uh, Tirabasi. Coyote Streakers was ranked uh, in the top 50, I believe, in the world, this new rankings. Mike Santos has been very successful. Uh, Desert Snake, Dave Sherman's been a, a, a cagey veteran uh, around these parts. Mino Brown's always uh, in our chat. We were glad to see Mino, and he was in the uh, Pros versus Joes draft last night. Had a really solid team. Mino uh, was drafting from the four last night. He had Adrian Peterson fall to him. Back with Anquan Bolden. Uh, let's, let's look at Mino here. He took Adrian Peterson and Jacobs as starters in the FFPC format. His wide receivers were Bolden and Royal, and his flex positions he had to fill from Deshaun Jackson, Julius Jones, Willie Parker, Richard Mendenhall, and Josh Morgan. Uh, that's a pretty good group to fulfill uh, two flex spots. Yeah. Not bad. It, it's deep, and then his uh, quarterbacks are Schaub and Campbell, tight ends uh, Shockey and Miller. A little bit thin there, just depending on what shakes down with uh, Shockey this year. But uh, I like what Mino uh, did. He put up a very respectable draft in that uh, pros versus Joe's. So we'll see what he can all do with the five. Well, and I'd like to all of those that, that that you mentioned, Scott. Uh, they're formidable. Uh, I mean, they're good owners, and uh, that's going to be pretty tough to deal with uh, if you have to go against them. And yeah. I'd like to give a shout out also to Team Cheech and Chung. I don't. I believe you you uh, skipped over them, but that's uh, Mr. High, an old friend of ours. Uh, who's been uh, quiet because um, he recently had his third child. And um, uh, congratulations yeah. to uh, Mr. Cool. Hyde. Absolutely. He's a, yeah. He's a fellow Good New deal. Yorker. He's a fellow New Yorker. He, uh, he, he worked, uh, his office is, not, is a few blocks away from me here. So, so um, congratulations to Kenny. Uh, Absolutely. All right. We got picks number four coming up. Okay, here we go. American Mullet. Bold is beautiful. Champchamp.com. Cocktails and dreams. That's his other team. Cornfins, his other team. Fantasyguru.com. Hackers. Hotel Coral Essex. Iowa Homers. Mad Money Mania. Pound for Pound, Terminators, and lastly, The Fall Guys. Those are picks number four. Who did you say after Packers? I could. What was the name, Packers? Um, Packers, Packers before Packers. Uh, and oh. after, after Hackers was Hotel Coral Essex. Hotel Coral Essex. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I got those in the chat room for everybody. Bald is beautiful. Jack Hahn playing FFPC this year, huh? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we got him. We got him. For, we, we couldn't get him last year, uh, but uh, he had to uh, 
he had to, you know, give us uh, one year to to show show him what we got, and we did. And uh, and Jack jumped in this year, which is great. Good to have him. Yeah, champchamp.com. That's uh, that's the Kentucky uh, Fantasy Championship there. Yeah. That's uh, in Louisville. I've been thinking about heading down that way. Uh, Chad gets his second team here. Cornfins his second. Fantasyguru.com is in this uh, from the four spot, and I guess this four spot is shaken up to be what either whatever's left from the big three. And Stephen Jackson's been kind of the more as this this time goes on, he's getting more and more consideration in that top three. So I think. Right now, what we have is a top four. I saw him go number two last night, so and and, I, and I've been seeing that over and over again. I think Stephen Jackson. By the time uh, the, the the season is here, folks are going to be a little less worried about the surgery he had in the off season, and and you know the offensive line's improved a little bit. I think Stephen Jackson is making a very solid case to be a player that can safely be drafted one through four. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if that uh, materializes. But, Another uh, thing, Scott, is uh, yeah. CampChamp.com. Uh, that come from uh, he was a big buddy of Johnny Renshaw, and they kind of uh, run around together. So uh, it's pretty it, it's a good group there. So I'm I'm excited for them to be uh, participating and doing it. John Renshaw, the uh, traditional or the uh, the original uh, entrepreneur there of uh, Rapid Fire the on his radio guy. show. The free, that's right. I'm a big Miami Dolphins fan. Okay, number three, uh, number three draft slot. The 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 uh, the tension is building here for these these top three spots, Alex. We've got uh, just a little bit to go here. Uh, real quick about uh, uh, fantasyguru.com. He's got the four pick. Uh, John uh, Hansen is going to uh, first of all, he's going to draft this team, and he's also going to do a preview. Uh, of the FFPC format, he's going to uh, have some sort of an article. Uh, it's going to be, I believe, a premium article on his website. So if anybody's interested in uh, in uh, reading some of uh, John's thoughts on the FFPC format, uh, well, I guess you're going to have to pay him 30 bucks or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I figure I'll let I'll let you guys know. All right. And now with the three spots. Okay. We have Canadian Beavers, Classless High Life. Moochers, Hendo's Hitmen, Monkey, 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 Spankers. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get that right. Monkey oh, okay. Spankers. <laughs> All right. One, just one monkey, Scott. Just okay, one, just one monkey. All just right. Just one monkey. I just couldn't get it out. Um, couldn't get the monkey. Fast monkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Relax, boys. Recovery Boys, <laughs> Rex Quan Doe, River Dog, Rough Riders, Rum Runners, Soul Children, Virtual Football Levelers, Windbreakers, and W's Marauders. Double U's. W S Marauders. Oh. Yeah. Like W's Marauders, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. W's Marauders. All right. Well the three spot uh has some names there. Uh Recovery Boys. Again, that's Tommy Yates, uh big hundred thousand dollar winner there. 
and River Dog Tom Ullman. He's a two hundred thousand uh, dollar winner, or maybe was that back when it was two hundred? Yeah. Yeah, it was two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and that's some uh, those are some big players. Got to be happy with the three pick. You really don't have. I think three through four, you really don't have um, a lot of thinking. It's just whatever happens falls falls to you, and you you take it. You don't can't really can't really deny it uh, when it's when it's sitting there in your lap. You just you just have to take it and move on. Well, so. it'll be interesting to see if anyone reaches at the at the three spot. And when I say reaches, I yeah, think for who? Right. I, I, well, I'm just saying. I, I think that right now it's pretty much a consensus top three picks, mm-hmm. uh, or let's say top three slash four picks with. Uh, uh, ADP and uh, Jones Drew and and Forte, or I guess you could throw Stephen Jackson in there. You know he's been sitting uh, up at the four or five uh, pick pretty pretty solidly. I, I'm just yeah. wondering if anyone reaches down, and when I say reaches, in, in, in the way that the Tom Dog uh, reach of uh, Fitzgerald pick, or oh yeah, or or uh, maybe you know reach for uh, oh that's Chris right, Johnson. you know maybe for a Chris Johnson, maybe for a right. uh, Andre Johnson right. or something like that. That's right. Uh, Tommy's sitting here getting the three spot. Will he have the guts to take Fitz like he did at one? Uh, so that'll be the question. Maybe we'll see a, a Fitzgerald break through the FFPC top three uh, in the main event. Yeah, it will be Tom. very interesting. I, I can't wait. And that, and uh, I believe that maybe Tom's uh, Tom's uh, live uh, live team. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, when we're all in Vegas. All righty, let's go to two. The momentum is building. All right, uh, with the picks number two, here are the teams. Fish, Gangbang, Gridiron Irishman, Horsehead Bookends, Husker Heaven, Jam, J-A-M, Jimmy the Finger, Manny's Maniacs, The Boston Dangler, the Dusty Baker Experience, War Kittens, Canadian Beavers, Class Oh, sorry, Canadian Beavers was uh I went in, back into pick three. So War Kittens was the last uh the last team with a two pick. Okay, all right. Well we got Fish. Fish has been in the chat room tonight. Uh he was part of the elevator fraternity, the reason why elevator fraternity exists in Vegas. Uh, he has the two pick. Got to be happy with that. Gridiron Irishman has been in the chat room all night. Um, and War Kittens, John Duckworth, uh, always a, a red versus blue crew uh, lifer here. And uh, the two pick is one of those that, uh, man, well, you're, you're coming back. Do you take a – does Jason Witten fall, you know, back in the second round there? Do you take a, a Dwayne Bow or a, or a Wes Welker there at the turn? Are you Since you're so happy with the running back and you've got a lead there, you can really do anything, and, and that's really – I mean, we're seeing a little bit of everything from that spot, either wide receiver, wide receiver, get you two studs, uh, or and this is a good spot to take a Jason Witten. We've seen that quite a bit. And, and I'll tell you, if, if Tom Brady falls, if Tom Brady falls and you're in, at the end of that first uh, – in that second round, Alex, can, do, would you ever consider a quarterback, or or, or or do you have to get at least six points per touchdown to consider a quarterback that okay. early? Here's the story with Brady. Uh People were drafting Brady after the uh, 2007 season in the first round, correct? Uh, yep. I mean, if he fell into the second round, that would be considered value. Sometimes he fell into the beginning of the third round, and that would be considered incredible value. Impossible now, to pass, yeah. Right. So what is so different now 
than than last year. How is it any? Is it really any different? I mean, isn't he really just coming off that? Still coming off that 2007 season of 50 touchdowns. So, in my opinion, you sh- if you evaluated Tom uh, Brady as a second round pick or first round pick or uh, the beginning of third round pick last year, well, that's where you should have him this year because uh, I don't see you know too many things changing really. Yeah, and he he's not a guy that needs his wheels. He just he just steps back and he throws. He doesn't need to move around. He doesn't evade and get away. He goes down at first contact. Uh, I mean, he's the guy that drops back and fires it to a couple of weapons, and he's added another one in Galloway. So Moss is, I don't know if he's really declined yet, and Welker's probably gotten better. Uh, I hear you, Alex. I'll I, I tell you what, in, in another contest where I'm getting six points of touchdown, I might consider it, but it still just messes with my draft plan. I can't consider it. But I know the number crunchers out there that did all the math, they had prepared last year. They said, "Man, I'm going to take Brady, and I'm just going to be, be I'm going to beat you." <laughs> and, and but if you could take if you could take Adrian Peterson in the first and come back and come back with Brady and Welker, I think it'd be pretty nasty. I think I think, oh, it, that, I think it would that, probably that would work out. Sweet. Yeah. Well, and and keep this in mind when right now, obviously the ACL. You know, when I said you should be considering him, you know, you should be valuing him the same way as you did last year. Obviously, the ACL is a big issue. But if you're, if you're going to see Tom Brady and he's playing week three and he's going through the, the first quarter, second quarter, and coming out in the third quarter and playing the first series of the third quarter, I mean, you know, you have to say to yourself, this guy's, you know, 99%, right? So, you know, he might be jumping back into the second round again when it's all said and done this year. Wow. All right. Well, guys, we've got the, uh, we've got the number one pick. The number one picks are coming up, and we'll be right back in 30 seconds with Alex Kaganowski, the FFPC, and the number one draft slots. More live fantasy sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com. The Audible Cecil Lammy. Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports. And the fantasy football guys Lyle Conkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. with Alex Kaganowski of the FFPC. We are live on Red vs. Blue. We are announcing the live, uh, the draft, the uh, main event draft slots for the FFPC tonight uh, for all of the paid uh, members. And Alex, how many How many did we hit this year? Uh, we're uh, currently at about 156, I believe. Uh, but um, I, wow. believe, I think only 140, 145 are getting their draft slots tonight. Um, but still, 156. We uh, last year we were at 105, uh, same time That's last year awesome. in the early yeah That's the early awesome. draft announcement. So, so we've um, we've grew by 50 percent. We 50 percent growth. Uh, yeah, considering what's uh, going on, Alex. I mean, I, I think that's that that's really good. Yeah, 
Uh, we finished with 180 teams last year. Uh, so this year we're at 156 uh, uh, with uh, 30 days left, and hopefully we'll we'll go uh, far beyond the 180 this year. Cool. Yeah, and I, I agree with Mike. In this economy, uh, being able to do that is is just fantastic, Alex. Kudos to you guys, and you pulled it off, and that's a, that's a big increase for uh, when everybody else in the industry is is thinking about yep. downsizing. You guys, uh, 50% increase. So. Yeah, and that's right. thing going. It, 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 we definitely heard some of that. We heard some people, uh, you know, saying that they weren't going to play high stakes at all. Never mind just the FFPC. Uh, people were uh, were not going to play high stakes this year, uh, and um, you know, we we did hear a lot of that, unfortunately. And uh, people were saying that they're going to take a year off and uh, come, hopefully come back strong this year. And uh, you know, the last uh, few days we've had some good news with the unemployment figures and the stock market's been going right. up. So. Uh, we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed. Alex, do you uh, have you uh, heard from those that maybe don't want to participate, but still message in and uh, still post anything, or you know, for maybe in uh, for like 2010, just down the road? Well, we've you know, I know we have a few posters, uh, for example, on our message board that uh, are not playing uh, the. Uh, the FFPC uh, main event for whatever reason. So, uh, and we welcome them, by the way. Um, but uh, you know, I, I spoke to uh, to uh, a couple of people who uh, I know have been playing fantasy uh, high stakes fantasy for a while, who are going to take a break this year. So, we're very fortunate that we we're at the number. We're very fortunate that we're at 156 teams, and and you know, we work we work hard, and um, uh, Dave yeah. and I, and uh, we appreciate uh, the support. Sounds like you've got a good communication uh, uh, streaming going on, and and that means a lot. So uh, that's pretty cool. All right. And the big secret now are the one spots, I guess. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Here we go, the, the royal one spots. All right. Starting with Billy Waz, FF Mastermind. That's the second team. Uh, GDF. Three letters. Iron Horses. Meehan. NTB. Three letters. Patton's Third Army. Pound for Pound. Raiders. Salami and Cheese. Scooter. And Spiders from Mars. I like Salami and Cheese. You know, it's a it's a feeling that you get. Billy Waz is in their chat, and uh, he's got to be happy with that one pick. You know, it's just it's just a relief. You can have the player. You control your own destiny with your best player, and you can pick from anybody in the draft. You, the one pick guarantees you the guy that you have to have. If it's Adrian Peterson, if it's Pierre Thomas, I don't care. You have the ability to go out and get the guy you want from the one pick. Maybe it's Fitzgerald. Maybe it's Steve Slayton. There's nobody that can interfere with what you want to do from the one pick. Now, odds are, if you want Steve Slayton, you can get him and have the two pick or the three pick. But there's a there's a 100% guarantee here. If you want if you want a guy, you can have him with the one pick. And there's there's definitely a, a good feeling when when you have that. And I'll go a step further, Scott. I'll say that not only do you get the control of the draft, obviously with the first pick, but you are the only team who's going to have three picks in the first 25. So uh, true, yeah, true. <laughs> it, it's 
it's uh, no one else can no one else uh, has a chance uh, to pick three best uh, players out of the top 25, and you do, and you're you know you're able if you can do that, uh, you're obviously that that is why over the years uh, the one the one picks the top the top picks have done so well. Yeah, man, can you imagine getting uh, Anquan Bolden to fall to you at at 212 after you've taken uh, wow. an MJD or an Adrian Peterson? I mean. I'm seeing Bolden fall, and there's no – he should be considered in the same breath as Larry Fitzgerald. I'm sorry. He just should be. And from all statistics – and, again, I know I didn't have him last year, but, okay, you, you've seen enough out of Bolden to know he's not he, – he's going to be here every single year. He's going to bring it every single year. And, yeah, there's question marks there with, with the contract, and maybe is he disgruntled? Is he a team player? Uh, could that cause some tension between him and the coach this year? Okay, yes, I guess maybe there is some risk, but at 212, you've got to feel like you just hit a jackpot if you can get your stud running back and then very possibly the number one wide receiver in the draft. Well, I can tell you this, um, and I don't have the numbers to prove this, but I am pretty certain that up to, uh, I believe, week 10, week 10 uh, of last year, and for their career, Bolden has better – has more catches per game and more yards per game than Larry Fitzgerald with Warner as the quarterback. So uh, <clears throat> I believe Fitzgerald leads him in touchdowns, uh, but uh, Bolden uh, is simply it, it, uh, Warner's favorite target, uh, or was uh, until week 10, and then obviously Fitzgerald blew up, and then Bo- and Bolden got hurt. So, All right, well. This is a big this is a big night guys. Uh this was a lot of fun. Uh being able to do a 2-hour show where normally we normally just uh, come on for 1 hour um and we did the 2-hour show tonight thanks to uh some some customer service help from the guys at Blog Talk Radio with about 15 minutes ago they they pulled it off for us. Uh, but uh, I tell you whether you have a 1 pick, whether you have a 12 or whether you're in the middle, there's all there's different strategies there for every pick this year. We get do, we we can start doing the mocks again. Now that we know the draft slot, Alex, what what is the plan now for all of us now that we have our draft slot in the FFPC? Do you guys have any avenue for us to to get our mocks or get some smaller leagues in? I know you got the 77s. They they still go on, right? Yeah, the 77s are going on. We have the Monday Night Live 77s, which uh, have been uh, filling uh, uh, every Monday, and we have the slow ones still going on, uh, which are filling as soon as 12 teams sign up. And uh, you know, seventy-seven bucks. I mean, it, it is an expensive mock draft, but uh, uh, you get a chance to win some money, so it's uh, it's not too bad. Uh, and it is a draft expert, so you don't have to manage it the whole year. But uh, if anyone wants to do mocks, uh, we have a mock fo- uh, mock draft forum um, dedicated, a specific forum uh, on our message board, so you guys could go and start a thread and get twelve guys uh, together and start mocking. It's been it's yeah, been a lot of fun, Alex. You know when I uh, when I started really getting active into the uh, FFPC, I, I've had a ball, and uh, my girlfriend Rachel she's she's having a ball with it, and uh, you know we can't wait to uh, we're not going to be able to go to Vegas this, this year, but next year we just can't wait uh, to awesome. just be a part of it. All right, Mike. Well, we we need to have you. We need to have you out there in Vegas because uh, yep. Yeah, you know, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see what you look like after. Uh, 
after twelve. Or <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got a, we've got a caller from the uh, we've got a caller from the seven three two with about five minutes to go. You're on the air with um, with Alex from the FFPC. Hey, Alex. Hey, Scott. Mike. Uh, this is Fraser on Royce. Got the number one pick. I'm very happy with that. I see Billy got, has the number one pick as well. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, control your own destiny. So go so go on record go on record what do you where where are you leaning are you are you, are you going the are same route with Adrian Peterson or are you uh, you going with the with the uh, upside with MJD? Uh, I don't want somebody to steal my pick. No, of course <laughs> nobody can. Now Peterson all the way. I'm a huge OU fan, so that's a pretty easy pick to make. Awesome. Right. Not even a well, decision there. Enjoy it. You're lucky. Well, I won't say it. <laughs> hey Scott, you got the. Yeah. Can I plug one more thing? You know, I, I, you gave me a chance and I forgot. We're going to have sure. the draft slot satellite. Um, we're going to announce that, and I believe that's drafting uh, in, in about 10 days or so. And the cool thing about the draft slot sa- satellite, it's 150 bucks, and you get to reserve and draft from your main event position. Okay? So if you get the one slot, you could reserve the one pick, and, uh, you know, from 1 to 12. And we, we, if we get 12 owners uh, that want to draft from their uh, drafts uh, position, then you know we'll get the slot, uh, we get the satellite going. It was uh, successful last year, and we're going to do it again. So, uh, cool. if you want to sign up for that, go on the message board. No, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. And and I just want to remind everybody, we've got about three minutes left with the show. On August 21st, set your calendars. That's two weeks away. You're going to get a a strong glimpse and a very strong ADP look at the FFPC format because that's the big payback satellite draft that we're going to be hosting here on Red versus Blue. Uh, if you guys tuned in for the last satellite uh, that we uh, that we commentated on, the chat room is up. The, the the draft board is updating live right in front of your face, so you can see as the draft moves on uh, what's going on with the ADP. You can comment. You can call in. We're going to be critiquing it. We're going to be calling out the bad picks and, and praising the teams that we like, and uh, that's a lot of fun. August 21st, on a Friday night, we're going to, we're going to start to show up uh, a little bit early, or the draft starts a little bit, I think, 1045, so you'll have about 15 minutes in, then the show starts at 11, and we're going to have about two rounds in the books to, uh, to be able to comment on, and then from there, we're there for at least a couple hours until the, till, till the draft is over. Yeah, so, that was awesome. That sounds awesome. The first one, the first one was, uh, was incredible, and... Uh, the participants loved it, um, and, and uh, the listeners loved it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we got a caller from the 502 uh, that's sitting on here, too. we got two minutes to go. You're on the air with uh, Alex from FFPC. Hey, Alex. Uh, this is Charlie from Steel Tech. Just wondering where my pick was. Missed the uh, first part of the show. Oh. Okay, what was the uh, what was the team name again? Steel Tech. Oh, Steel Tech, Steel Tech. Steel Tech. You know what? Um, From the 502. I'm going to pull From the 502. That's got to be Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. That's where we're at tonight. Yeah, I I was going to say 502. Drinking Coca-Light in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Well, you're calling in the right show. Red versus Blue is all about Louisville and Kentucky. I'm I'm still looking for it. I've got them typed in here, Alex. Pick number nine. Pick number nine. Pick number nine? Yep, that's what you got. Steel Tech. Pick number nine. Perfect. That's what I wanted. Are you? A, All right. I guess you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, obviously. Um, actually, I'm a San Diego Chargers fan, but most people live here are Cincinnati Bengals fans. But yeah, I know. Are, now, are you Kentucky or Louisville? 
I'm Louisville. Woo! Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Mike, I've, I've found my new co-host. <laughs> no way. You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide with your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time. <laughs> I don't know, some guys in, in one of FFCC oh. 77 ladies. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we've got one minute left. Red versus blue. We'll see you next week, gang. Hi, right, Scott. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 